Welcome to Defiant Health Radio, a place where you can count on hearing about the truth in health, uncolored by interests of big pharma, the generally misplaced motivations of healthcare and doctors, just ideas and strategies that work safely, effectively, and inexpensively. I'm your host, Dr. William Davis, cardiologist and author of the Wheat Belly and Undoctored Books, and now my newest book, Super Gut, a book that gives you a blueprint on rebuilding a healthy microbiome to take back control over weight, health, and aging. In this episode of Defiant Health, let's talk about some unexpected ways to boost your immune system. This can provide further protection against viral infections, bacterial infections, improve your healing response after an injury or sickness, perhaps even yield better immunosurveillance against the emergence of cancer cells. If you've listened to the Defiant Health podcast before, I hope that you recognize that I don't provide advice that is common sense or only minimally effective. For instance, I won't tell you to take vitamin C or zinc to boost your immune system as the effects are negligible or minimal if there are any benefits at all. The strategies I describe provide huge benefits. Later in the podcast, let's talk about Defiant Health's sponsor, Paleo Valley. Their fermented grass-fed beef sticks, bone broth protein rich in collagen, organic super greens, and low-carb superfood bars have among the cleanest ingredient lists in the industry. And of course, they're delicious. It may not be something you think about all that often, but having a healthy immune response provides numerous advantages in your health. For instance, it provides some protection against viral illnesses, against bacterial infection, against bacterial infection of any kind of wound or injury you have. It protects you against numerous diseases like autoimmune diseases and even cancer because part of the responsibility of your immune system is to provide a process called immunosurveillance. That is, it looks at the cells of your body and finds ones that have gone rogue and have mutations that could cause cancer without a proper or vigorous immune response, you are victim to all the organisms and infections that surround you. So having an intact, healthy immune response is critical for long-term health. So are there things, are there strategies you can adopt to boost your immune response and thereby provide better protection against all the factors in the world that are trying to infect your body? Yes. Let's start with vitamin D. Vitamin D is such a huge factor in overall health. It plays a big role, major roles, in preserving bone health, for instance. It protects you from numerous cancers, such as uterine cancer, breast cancer, prostate cancer. It is very important protecting you from heart disease, coronary disease. It plays a big role in suppressing or minimizing insulin resistance. Recall that insulin resistance is the fundamental driving force in numerous common chronic modern diseases like overweight and obesity, type 2 diabetes, prediabetes, hypertension, heart disease, of course, and even Alzheimer's dementia. So anything that minimizes the expression of insulin resistance, the inability of your body's organs like the brain and liver and muscle to respond to insulin is very helpful. And vitamin D plays a major role in determining your level of insulin sensitivity and fighting insulin resistance. Vitamin D plays a role in moods such as seasonal affective disorder, people who become blue or have dark moods when the days get short, vitamin D plays a major role in suppressing or eliminating that effect. 
vitamin D plays a role in physical performance. That is, people who have to perform at a high level for their work or their sport perform better with vitamin D at higher levels. But vitamin D also plays a major role in numerous forms of the immune response, both against viruses, bacteria, in the intestinal tract, in the gastrointestinal tract. Vitamin D is the major player in the immune response. So getting vitamin D is hugely helpful. What I do is I advocate that people take a dose of vitamin D as an oil-based gel cap only because over many years I've seen that powder forms or tablet forms are just not reliably absorbed. I've had this happen, for instance, many, many, many times. Someone starts with a very low level of vitamin D, say 12 nanograms per milliliter, and I believe we should aim for 60 to 70 nanograms per milliliter, the level at which most health phenomena recede, such as loss of bone density and cancers. And so someone takes, let's say, 10,000 units, a very respectable dose of an of a tablet form or powder in a capsule form, and their level goes from 12 to 14. <laughs> Not much of a response because of very poor absorption. But if you take an oil-based gel cap, inexpensive, widely available, it goes from 12, say, to 64 nanograms per milliliter. I've seen this happen over and over again. I know of no reason to take a powder form of vitamin D or tablet form, just get the very inexpensive, widely available oil-based gel caps. And by the way, resist the idea that some of my colleagues advocate of taking a weekly large dose, like 50,000 units a week, or a monthly dose, like 100,000 units. Over and over again, the studies have shown that when you bolus dose, that is take large occasional doses, whether it's weekly, monthly, or even every three or six months, all the benefits of vitamin D are lost. Let me say that again. If you take bolus dosing of vitamin D, the science is quite clear that you lose all the benefits of vitamin D. The loss of benefit is speculated to be due to a diversion of vitamin D into an inactive form called the 24,25 dihydroxy vitamin D that does not provide any of the benefits of vitamin D. So avoid the idea of bolus dosing. The best policy is daily dosing. And it's daily dosing that has been shown to provide the wonderful health benefits of vitamin D. And by the way, if you're tracking your blood levels of vitamin D, recognize that it takes two and a half to three months for the levels to level off. In other words, if you start at 12, once again, nanograms per milliliter, and you start 10,000 units of an oil-based gel cap, don't have the blood checked again, blood level checked for two and a half to three months because it takes that long for the level to finally achieve its so-called steady state of whatever it might be, 64 or 72 nanograms per milliliter. And that holds true with any dose change also. Say you took 10,000 units and it went from 12, your blood level went from 12 to let's say 52 nanograms per milliliter. Maybe you want to nudge that dose a little bit to maybe 12,000 units. Don't check it again for another two and a half to three months. So this applies to every dose change you make in vitamin D. Another magnificently effective way to boost your immune response is to eliminate the inflammatory effects of wheat and grain consumption. Now, I don't know why this has, this science has not been fully sorted out, but I can tell you that on a large scale, people who go wheat and grain free experience a dramatic reduction in multiple forms of infections. A very common experience, for instance, are people who have repeated sinus infections and have to go on antibiotics. When they go wheat and grain free, they are 
magnificently freed of these recurrent sinus infections. Also true for other forms of upper respiratory infections. We don't know why that is, but we speculate that it may be due to the inflammatory response that occurs from the multiple components in wheat and grains that provoke the inflammatory response. So get rid of those things, those factors in wheat and grains that provoke inflammation, and people seem to have far fewer infections, especially upper respiratory viral infections. Now, if that's all new to you, it's all explained, and the science behind a lot of the benefits of wheat and grain elimination are explained in my wheat belly books. Another factor that you can restore that is hugely beneficial for the immune response is to restore a microbe in the gastrointestinal tract that has been lost by nearly all modern people, lactobacillus reuteri. Now, if we were to sequence the microbiomes, the intestinal microbiomes, that is the microbes living in the GI tract, the gastrointestinal tract, of people living in the jungles of New Guinea, these are indigenous populations who live outdoors, kill animals, fish, gather berries and roots and tubers, and don't get exposed to antibiotics, chlorinated drinking water, all the things we're exposed to that disrupt the intestinal microbiome, these people all have lactobacillus reuteri. 100% of them have lactobacillus reuteri in their gastrointestinal tracts. Likewise, if we were to study the microbiomes of animals that live outdoors, like raccoons and chipmunks and squirrels and chickens. And these are animals, likewise, as long as not exposed to farm chemicals, for instance, if they're living outdoors, they also have lactobacillus reuteri. Well, this all suggests that this microbe, lactobacillus reuteri, that is ubiquitous in wild animals and indigenous human populations, unexposed to modern life, it suggests this microbe plays important roles in human health. And one of its roles is to boost the immune response dramatically. One of the processes that occur in humans as we age is we lose T-cell immunity. That is our immune response to numerous invaders, viruses and bacteria, as well as immune surveillance against cancer. And this is because the thymus gland, the thymus gland is the seat of a lot of your immune response. It sits in the upper chest in front of the heart, but below this, behind the sternum. And as we age, starting at age 15, the thymus gland recedes or atrophies, gets smaller and smaller with each passing year, such that by age 70, the thymus gland is about 10% of its original size that it was in your teenage years. Well, as the thymus gland atrophies, you lose the ability for your T-cells to be produced and protect you. And that's why people in their 70s, for instance, can die of the flu, but not at age, say, 18. This is why people in their 70s also die of things like pneumococcal pneumonia and have more cancers because the thymus gland atrophies as we age. Well, one of the observations made in experimental models is that when you restore lactobacillus reuteri, missing from most people, the thymus gland is restored back to its youthful state and ability to provide T-cells to protect you. The Defiant Health Podcast is sponsored by Paleo Valley, makers of delicious grass-fed beef sticks, healthy snack bars, and other terrific products. We are very picky around here and insist that any product we consider has no junk ingredients like maltodextrin, carrageenan, 
carboxymethylcellulose, sucralose, and of course, no added sugars. And all Paleo Valley products contain no gluten nor grains. In fact, I find Paleo Valley products among the cleanest of any in their category, and they're truly delicious. One of the habits I urge everyone to get into is to include a fermented food product at least once, if not several times per day in their lifestyles. Unlike nearly all other beef sticks available, the Paleo Valley grass-fed beef sticks are all naturally fermented, meaning they contain probiotic bacterial species. And if like most people, you don't have the time to make batches of bone broths or soups every week or every day, Paleo Valley has an excellent grass-fed bone broth protein powder that packs 15 grams of collagen per scoop for skin and joint health, while providing the health benefits of bone broth. Shipping is free for orders of $75 or more. For more information or to order, go to paleovalley.com. That's P-A-L-E-O-V-A-L-L-E-Y.com. Enter the discount code DEFIANT, not case sensitive, for a 15% discount to Defiant Health listeners. The web address is also listed in the Defiant Health show notes that accompany this podcast. And be sure to take a look at their other products, such as their organic super greens, rich with phytonutrients, and their super food bars that come in dark chocolate chip, apple cinnamon, and lemon meringue. They're low carb, of course, with 8 grams net carbs per bar. Now, those of you following my Lactobacillus ruteri yogurt conversation know that this microbe provides many other benefits also, such as smoothing skin wrinkles, restoring youthful muscle and strength, deeper sleep, suppressing appetite for snacking, increased libido, increased erotic content of dreams, acceleration of healing, but it also massively improves your immune response. Now, one of the things we do to restore Rotary is because the, the original strains that we use of Rotary came from tablets that were crafted for babies, for infants, in a product called BioGaia Gastris, and this is all listed down below in the show notes, that provide very low bacterial counts. And so that's why I made yogurt. It doesn't have to be yogurt, by the way. You can ferment through other foods, but yogurt's the easiest. We ferment using prolonged fermentation. Recall that microbes don't have sexual reproduction. There's no male and female microbes, right? They simply double. That is, one microbe becomes two, two becomes four, and so on. Well, lactobacillus rhodorite doubles every three hours. In commercial yogurt making in a factory, they only ferment for four hours. So you can imagine if we followed what they do in a factory, we'd have almost nothing. We ferment for 36 hours, or 12 doublings. And when you do that, we get something like 250 to 260 billion, billion with a B, counts of microbes per half cup serving. That's part of the reason we get such big effects by fermenting lactobacillus rotori using this my method of prolonged fermentation. Another very important facet of restoring an intact or vigorous immune response is to restore another microbe called Lactobacillus casei, the strain Sherota, also below in the show notes. So this is available as a commercial product called Yakult. You can buy this in many major stores. It comes as a kind of a awful little drink in skim milk and sugar. So the drink itself is not very healthy, but the, we want the microbe. And once again, it's provided in low counts. Well, there's three human clinical studies 
telling us that when you get 100 billion counts of this microbe, that the incidence of upper respiratory viral infections is cut by 50%. And if you do get a viral infection in the upper respiratory tract, it's abbreviated by 50%. So if you were going to be sick for seven days, you'll only be sick for three or four days. A very big effect, but it requires high bacterial counts of this microbe. And if you just take it as the commercial product, you only get a few billion counts with each little dose, not to mention the sugar in the skim milk. So we we once again ferment it for prolonged periods, 36 hours, so that we can get hundreds of billions of microbes and thereby a bigger boost to your immune system. Lastly, another way you can boost your immune response is to remove or reduce the marked inflammation, body-wide inflammation, because inflammation makes you more susceptible to multiple infections. Well, we can remove the body-wide inflammation provoked by something called endotoxemia. And all that means is that unhealthy microbes living in the human gastrointestinal tract, these are microbes like E. coli, and Klebsiella, and Citrobacter, and Pseudomonas, largely stool microbes living in the colon. And in many people, by my estimation, one in three of us have also allowed these stool microbes and other creatures to climb up into the small bowel and stomach, which amounts to 30 feet of unhealthy microbes, trillions of microbes. Now, these microbes live and die over a space of just hours. They don't live very long. And when they die, some of their breakdown products are able to enter the bloodstream. Now, these breakdown products are often called endotoxins. So when they enter the human bloodstream, it's called endotoxemia. And this has a major influence on reducing or impairing your immune response, both the gastrointestinal infections and the other infections, upper respiratory tract, skin, and other organs. So getting rid or reducing endotoxemia is a very important thing you can do for overall health and immune response. Now, how do you do that? Well, that's a whole another conversation, but I would urge you to take a look at my super gut book and to consider such things as looking for telltale signs in your health that tell you that unhealthy microbes have overproliferated in your in your GI tract. Look for telltale signs such as malabsorption of fat, that is fat droplets in the toilet during a bowel movement, or intolerances to numerous foods. If you say things like, I can't eat nightshade foods or FODMAPs or legumes or histamine-containing foods, these are signs that you have overproliferated microbes in your GI tract. Of course, this is called small intestinal bacterial overgrowth or SIBO. And there are other signs. So take a look at my super gut book if this, if you think this applies to you. But you have to address these overproliferated microbes in order to reduce endotoxemia and thereby enjoy the improvement in your immune response. You can also learn how to use the AIR device, A-I-R-E, made by the Food Marble Company. This is the first consumer device invented to detect hydrogen gas in your breath. It is a device that allows you to map out where in the GI tract microbes are living. You want to know if microbes have ascended up from the colon up into the 24 feet of small bowel, the ileum, jejunum, duodenum, and stomach, and thereby increasing the burden of bacteria that can cause endotoxemia. The instructions on how to use the device are in my super gut book because the device invented by a PhD engineer in Dublin, Ireland, he didn't recognize what this was fully useful for. And so the instructions on how to use it for this purpose is in my super gut book.
So know that you have enormous control over your immune response and thereby your protection against viruses, bacteria, and perhaps even other conditions like autoimmune diseases and cancer. But it doesn't come just from doing simple things like eating a good diet or drinking plenty of water. There are other things you can do to substantially improve your immune response. Now, if you learned something from this Defiant Health podcast, I invite you to subscribe through your favorite podcast directory service, post a review, post a comment, tell your friends. This is all about the Defiant Health podcast and my efforts are all about empowering people in taking control over their own health because the doctors aren't doing it. So you have to do it on your own. Thanks for listening. Oh,